Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Are you? Are you? That's so good. Well, I am also doing great. Whew. I think we're doing good for different reasons. We're doing That's good, but it's for different reasons. <laughs> ah, how was your day? Did you have a nice day today? I had a decent day. Um, <laughs> I opened at work today. Ew. Work. Terrible. Well, yes. Yes, ill work, but um, today one of my coworkers who was supposed to work tonight was sick, mm-hmm. and she texted me pretty early on because we <laughs> we send each other the wordle every day. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I want in on this. Uh, that's great, man. If you do the wordle, I'll send you the wordle. That's one of my that's one of my opening routines of the day. I want to start doing the wordle. I want to be the kind of bitch that does the wordle. You d- d- do it. I'll send you it tomorrow when I do it. Hell yeah. Um, but so I texted her like I'm getting up at like eight because to open we have to be there at ten, and I like to just sit in my chair, charge my phone, and I like to go get coffee and a breakfast sandwich before I go and open. Ah, that's so cute. And so I texted her around 8, and she texted me back, and she goes, oh my god, Rena, like, I'm so sorry to ask you this, but, like, I woke up and I feel like shit. Like, I'm definitely getting sick. Is there any way you can work for me tonight? And I was like, fuck, man, like, I opened today. I can't do that. I'm not gonna work a double. Not, like... Not Good first thing in the morning. If we had planned this, I could definitely. We could have talked about it. We could have talked right. about it with enough notice. Right, and that's that's not on her. It's not on me. But um, so I get to work. I start opening, and my opening manager comes up to me and she goes, "Hey, so, so and so sick, and the other girl who was there opening with me has offered to work for her tonight." And she goes. So it's just going to be you and the bartender today because, frankly, I would rather have the person at night. And she's like, I know that you can handle it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Let's do it. So I got, like, overwhelmed at lunch. Not, like, bad. Overwhelmed. Like, a good overwhelmed because, like, I made money. Yay. And that's the important thing. But, like, it was definitely <laughs> a lot for a little bit. That's the worst. Our schedule, it kind of depends on the day, but it oftentimes seems like our mornings are mm-hmm. are kind of dead for the most part. And then the early afternoon will be really, really slow. Or sometimes we're slammed in the morning and then early afternoon is just like carried over and it's excellent when people don't show up. You know what I mean? Because we're still kind of on track. Right. But then late afternoon, that's when everybody decides to show up. And not only are they showing up, they're showing up late. Ooh. And I'm like, no, Ooh. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll see you, but I wanted to go home. How was uh, your day today? Um, About like that, honestly. no I'm just kidding today I actually got out of work on time uh which was lovely yesterday we close at five like we're supposed to be out the door usually no later than like 5 15 5 30 max okay I 
I clocked out yesterday at 6.17. Ooh. <laughs> I was salty. <laughs> I was oh, really salty. Fair. I was really salty. Um, today was mostly fine. Like, the people I saw were super cool. Nobody yelled at me today, which was fucking sweet. That's a plus. Um, it's a, yeah, that's a pretty good day. That's good. I had a lady I almost yelled at today. It hey. was like her and I'm assuming her daughter. And granted, her food did take a long time, but also we had two cooks and it was just me up front and my bartender. And she was like, um, we were here before all these people. And I was like, actually, you weren't. But I'll go check on your food. And I came back to her. And I was like, yeah, you're the next like people were here before you and she was like no and i was like okay and then i walked away because i was like we're not doing this you're a liar i was like i get it you've been waiting a long time for your food and that sucks i was like but i don't know what to tell you ma'am really i don't even have time to stand here and tell you how wrong you are like i gotta know what i gotta do i can't do this with you right now no, and I know it's going to bother me literally for the rest of my shift that I couldn't stand here and argue with you, but I don't have time for that. <laughs> I would love to argue with you, but I have things that I need to do. Well, and it was so weird because, like, after that, I was not nice to her, and she wasn't polite back to me, but she still tipped me 20%. I was like, I don't, yeah. I really don't understand the vibe, ma'am. <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah, I was super frustrated. It was like, I'm sorry that you're blind. Like, I'm, I'm it's great. It's great that you're having a nice lunch with presumably your daughter, but other people were here. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You are not alone, madam. Crazily enough, other people are in the restaurant. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) People are foolish sometimes, bro. Here, one again, she tipped me decent enough. Like, I don't know if she realized she was being a bitch or <laughs> if that's just how she always tips, regardless of service. Because, I mean, same, but like, <laughs> I didn't get it. I was so confused. Anyway, shall we intro? Let us. Hello uh, <laughs> there. I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. This is She's Most Us in Chainsaws. Today we're talking about Saw 2. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> Me too. As soon as it came out, I was like, oh, it's too late now. That's okay. Commit to it. Yeah, you got it. Gots to see it through, my boy. Gots to see it through. Um, so have you seen Saw 2 before? No, I have not, but you and I okay. have talked about it. Yes, because this has um, one of the most memorable deaths in the entire series, in my opinion. It, I guess Which it wasn't one, a death. man? <laughs> it wasn't a death, but one of the most memorable traps in the series. It's the Pit of Needles. Oh my god. So, one, the original Saw and Saw 2 are 
the most memorable in the series to me. And I have seen all of them except for Jigsaw that came out like last year or the year before, the one with Chris mm-hmm. Rock. Why? I didn't know Chris Rock was in this. Wow. Well, not like this, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The series. I don't know if it's considered a part of the series or if it's a prequel because I don't know anything about it. I just know that he's in it. That's in the same universe I... and at least vaguely related. Yes, it is related. It's in the same universe. I just don't know where and when it takes place. Mm. And my, because this is one of the ones that I have a DVD collection of. Oh my god, Rima. Look, man, it was like 20 bucks. (laughs) It's got got like Saw 1 through 6, I think. Maybe 7. It's got a lot of Saws in it. Got a lot of Saws, Brittany. So... I don't need judgment because I'm nothing if not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing if not someone who's just trying to get as m- the most bang for their buck. <laughs> I'm just a gal looking for a great deal. It's true. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. Okay, it's got seven, and I haven't seen Jig. I don't have Jigsaw, but I've seen Jigsaw. And then Spiral came out last year. And I haven't seen that one. And that's the one with Chris Rock. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like how many movies there are to this series. There are. It goes on a certain sort of tangent. But it also. <sighs> we see. So we see uh, this this main guy again. Donnie Wahlberg. Whatever the name of his cop character is I Does think we see him matter. in the next I called one. him Donnie in all of my notes oh yeah I refer to him as Donnie Wahlberg Donnie <laughs> Wahlberg <laughs> he I think we see him in the next one and I think that might be it Donnie uh, Wahlberg one of my favorite things about the sequels to Saw is that um, a guy who plays Luke in Gilmore Girls is in it and that's always really Luke. fun to me. I've heard of Luke from Gilmore Girls. I know you've never seen Gilmore Girls. I do think you would really like it. It just seems like a large emotional investment. Oh, it's a large emotional investment. <laughs> You're not wrong. I don't know if I have the emotional energy to commit to that. Like, I started, I started with the emotional energy to watch Outlander. And now I'm stuck. Because I know that... Gross. I have to, like, it's the type of show that you have to pay attention to. Like, there's enough tiny but, details that you're like, motherfucker. But it's but so good. Outlander, like, housewife porn? The short answer or the actual answer? Um, either or. So the actual answer is kind of. <laughs> is the short um, answer yes? <laughs> the short answer was yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I feel like Outlander is, like, the modern-day true blood. Yes. That's but, like, exactly as, someone, as someone that was going through, like, their <laughs> high school years through true blood, like, true blood is what I know. So, so Which is crazy, because, my God, I, man, there was no sort of censorship, and I'm glad for it, because it's made me who I am today. But, like, I recently reread all of the True Blood books. Oh, my God. I didn't know they were books. 
Oh my god, there's 13 of them. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> and there's only like, <laughs> I think six or seven seasons of it. But I okay. reread those and I was like, oh my god. Because I read all of those. Like, sixth to maybe tenth grade. <laughs> bro and i was rereading them this year and i was like oh, i have I seen commercials for that show though oh my goodness Dude, i used to watch i used to watch that show with my mom yikes a rooney isn't that crazy said bizarre i mean and it's fully like who i am as a person and who <laughs> like the relationship with my mom and my parents views on censorship like it, and it's fine. Like, I don't think I messed up or anything as a result of it. <laughs> You're like, I mean, probably fine, right? I'm probably fine. I think I'm fine. That's good. In enough. terms of that, at least. <laughs> but, like, you know, fine like, enough. It was, it was the kind of environment where, like, whether or not I liked it, I knew that if I had a question, I had a place to ask those questions. Yes. Yep. Like it wasn't like I wasn't like living euphoria or something, you know. I haven't seen Euphoria. I also haven't, but I know I that like they're fucking high schoolers and they're all doing drugs and having sex and all that shit. Yes. And that's fine. There's no judgment. But like once again, that's a lot of emotional investment is all I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah, I can't I'm not about to start Euphoria. Zendaya is an icon, but I, I can't do her. it. I love her. But like, it's, my point was, feel, I know you've never seen Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> no, but that's kind that's of, not my vibe. That's kind of how I feel about Grey's. Like, I have seen most of it. I would say, like, I definitely mm-hmm. am not caught up. Right? There's a lot but, of fucking seasons. But there's a lot of seasons, and every single episode is an emotional roller coaster. Like, it's so dramatic. There's always so much happening. It's literally, it's a soap opera. Right. And it's yeah. difficult for me to be that emotionally engaged for a long mm-hmm. period of time. Well, that's like 10 plus seasons. Yes. And there's still, like, they have new episodes. Like, they're Which still making wild. episodes. I'm saying. Wild. I am saying. But yes, Outlander is kind of uh, house mom <laughs> porn, housewife porn. But I will say the story actually is really, really good. And if you say, do so. I like seeing those attractive men with their shirts off? Absolutely. Is the story also thought provoking? Yes, certainly. Adventure. That's packed. fair. I don't. I don't know if I could get into like the. It's like the time period of it all. That I don't know that I, I can thought get I would have a harder, in. yeah. I thought I would have a harder time with that. Um, it was it was a pretty easy jump. They, I think, the way that they introduce you to the time period, you're like, wait a minute, here we go, here we go. Okay, yep, no, <laughs> all right, I see it, I see it. That's also like kind of how I feel about Bridgerton. Like I haven't oh, watched that. I haven't watched it either. Anyway. I've heard excellent things. We should really jump. We're 15 minutes oh, into this. Oh my god, yeah. And all oh, we maybe we should talk about Chris the movie Rock we're talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to guess a budget? $20 million. Ooh, you're so high. The budget <laughs> for the original? 
the budget for the original, I believe, was one million. Oh, jinkies. I think the budget for this was five million. The budget for this was four million. Jinkies. Jinkies. <laughs> Do you oh. want to guess what this made in the box office? $155 million. Damn, you're pretty close. You're a little really? high, but you're pretty close. Then, you know, two for two. Um, <laughs> $142 million. The but the box office was one hundred forty seven point seven million. Damn. Uh, so this was directed by Darren Lynn Bousman. Is how I'm going to pronounce that. I think so. And it was written by him and Lay Wanel. Wanel. That could. I don't know. Yeah. It's W H A N N E L L, and he wrote and. Wow. was like a big, influ- <laughs> big influence <laughs> on the first one with James Wan. Like they were really close friends and that's how the first one and he was in the first one. James Wan. He was the <laughs> other guy that wasn't the Princess Bride guy. <laughs> he was Elvis. the photographer kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I screenshot a lot of notes on this one. Ooh. Man, who knows what I even need to say. <laughs> Hopefully you. <laughs> um, so the sequel was like immediately greenlit after the original came out. Because well, yeah, it was a huge success. The original was Game Changer. Um, Lay Wannell Wannell? God, it's really going to bother me that I don't know how to pronounce this name. Winnell and James Wan were working on their next film, and so they couldn't write or direct, and then eventually uh, Leigh Winnell came in to edit the script that was written originally by Darren Lynn Bousman. Hilariously, they were working on Dead Silence, which we haven't covered. Oh my god. But <laughs> I hate that movie. Like, I don't, like, not, like, hate it, but, like, it's not good. In my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, it is on my list. <laughs> oh my okay. Um... So they were looking for a cinematographer mm-hmm. because they couldn't use David A. Armstrong, who used who was the cinematographer for the first one, and he suggested using Greg Hoffman, and he came in and did that. Wow. And uh, very sadly, this was his last film because he okay. died unexpectedly in December of tw- two thousand five. Oh my god! Yeah, which is. Very sad. That sucks. Um, apparently, uh, Darren Lynn Bousman, like most of the original script for mm-hmm. Saw 2, was a script for The Desperate, which I don't, I didn't look into if that actually got made. I think it did. I don't know anything about it. I don't know, man. But apparently the original script looked a lot like that, which was... The Desperate. The Desperate. It was written by 
Bowsman. Like, he wrote that script. And then, like, Leigh Winnell came in and, like, edited some of it. And they ended up using a lot of the same traps in whatever that original storyline was. And part of the reason that the Desperate wasn't getting, like, bought by companies at the time was because it was really, really violent and, like, super X-rated and companies were not into that. Oh! Oh my god, okay. Uh, I think think a lot of both of those changed based off of what the original script was. Gotcha. Um, well, apparently only the main, main cast and crew members were involved in the film's ending, and they were the only ones that were given the full script, and everybody else only the everybody first. else needs to get the fuck out <laughs> everybody else was only receiving like the first 80 or so pages and if anything was rewritten whatever page that was rewritten was taken from everybody and shredded immediately Interesting. and apparently people were required to sign confidential confidentiality agreements requiring them not to release any sort of details. Also, apparently, four or five alternate endings were shot in order to keep the ending a surprise. To throw them out the rhythm! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Through my notes. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> no, um, fun fact: apparently, the original Billy the puppet. Billy. Was ori- <laughs> you didn't know that was his name, Jigsaw's puppet. No, I had no idea. You didn't know that his name was Billy the puppet. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Why would I joke about You're that? You're fibbing to me. Uh-oh. Really? Oh my god, that's fucking terrible. I didn't know you didn't Billy. know that. I'm sure I said it. Billy! But it's been a while. Uh, apparently the original one was created by James Wan out of paper towel rolls and paper mache. That gives me big anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but with a larger budget for this version, he was upgraded with remote control eyes. <laughs> and, like, a remote control mouth. Um, we've already talked about the needle pit. In order for this to be done safely, four people over a period of four days removed the needle tips from all the syringes and replaced them with fiber optic tips. Oh. Apparently they modified a total of 120,000 fake needles. Oh my god. However, this pit was, <laughs> this number was insufficient and the pit had to be filled with styrofoam and other materials to make it appear to have more needles. Oh my god. What did you say? 125,000 needles? 120,000. 120,000 needles, and they're like, "Mm, that's still not enough. 
Um, the needles that ended up being like visually stuck into Amanda's arms and everything were stuck into a padding under her clothing. And for certain shots, a fake arm was used. Interesting. I just figured they would have like, I, I don't know, like, like stuck it on her with glue or something, you know, CGI'd it. Did like a little practical like, effect. You, One that you can like push on, was... and then as you pull it out, it, it grows. You know what I mean? Like a fake knife? Yeah. But you gotta remember, this was pretty early in 2005. Like, we weren't fully leading on the terrible CGI <laughs> of That's the true. early 2000s. That's true. Um. Talking about the hand trap, where uh, what's I, your face? Yeah, hands in the box and they're stuck yes. in there trying to get the antidote. Oh, that irritated the fuck out of me. Yes, what can I do for you? Um, in order for the trap to be used safely, the prop builders made the handcuffs move inside the box and fake blades that would retract from the actress's hands. Does that make sense? That Not doesn't make sense all. to me. I'm trying to conceptualize <laughs> that. I have no idea what that looks like. But I believe you. If you worked hard on it, folks, more power to you. Here's all your credit. Because I it's know like I know what she, that means. <laughs> It's like she put her hands in there mm-hmm. and then slipped her hands through a handcuff, I believe, that had like the fake razor blades on them. And then when ah. they cut, she could fully slide her hands out of there. Ah, ha, ha. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, there was an answer the whole time, and it pissed me off that she didn't notice it. Oh, yeah. The further reading on this, the <laughs> the actresses, uh, no, no, the, the production designer, David Hackle, he commented that the character did not have to put her hands into the trap as there was a lock with a key on the other side of the box that would have opened the contraption. Which, I mean, that's like the most saw thing is that there's always an easier way. Yep. But everyone's always freaking out in the moment. But beyond that, she, you make cuts on one arm, right? Because you have to, as you're reaching from one side to the next, you pull the blades out so that you have a little extra room with your hand you slide right. your hand through and then you I use mean, your now free hand to push open the blades on the other side to get your second hand out for sure but also like you and I were sitting comfortably in our home we're not under the impression that we're locked in this house breathing in a poisonous gas that's going to kill us before the house can unlock that's fair you, know? you got me there you got me there Apparently, the original poster, the original teaser poster, which showed two bloody severed fingers, yep, representing the Roman numeral two, was rejected by the Motion Picture Association of America. Why? I don't know. They said it was too graphic. What the fuck, bro? But also, like, it's a horror movie, and they saw like those two real fingers. Those are definitely like we, fake we fingers. Uh, but apparently fingers. they issued a release stating that the poster was not approved and was unacceptable. 
And so Lionsgate removed the poster from their websites, and that, and then the image was later used for the film's soundtrack cover. Yes, I'm looking at it. Yes, and apparently Lionsgate held the second annual Give Till It Hurts Blood Drive for the Red Cross and collected 10,154 pints of blood. Which I think is pretty cool. Did they get to use the severed fingers as PR, or...? I don't know. Huh. Um, so apparently, this is the second highest grossing film of the Saw series. Second behind Saw 3. Weird. I know. We haven't gotten to that point. No. I couldn't even tell you what happens in Saw 3. I accidentally almost rented it instead Oof. of this one. That would have been really funny. Uh, apparently, this has a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. It certainly does. With the site reading, Saw 2 is likely to please the gore-happy fans of the original, though it may be too gruesome for those not familiar with the first film's premise. <sighs> Variety said cooking up new torture contraptions isn't enough to get Saw 2 out of the shadow of its unnerving predecessor. A lot of people said it's fine. It's just not as good as the original. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about it. That's mostly how I feel. Are you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now that we're half an hour into this. Hell yeah. Okay. So my first note here. Sorry, I'm getting comfy. I'm, I was confused about, like, whether or not the guy was missing an eye at first. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I was like, hold on a minute. Is, is it there? Is it gone? What, what am I seeing? Um, and then it was kind of like, is the key in his eye? Is it, maybe it's in his good eye, because I'm expecting Jigsaw to put this in this man's eye. Right. Um, but My first note says... It was just, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> My first note says, LOL quotes the hint is this shows an x-ray and immediately tells you where it is here's your hint the answer i was like all right man like what (laughs) and my second note says call me crazy but i think i would just die yep 100 percent. and when he when he i i don't know if he necessarily like chooses to die or just kind of like accepts his fate whatever you want to call that I was like, well, that was expected. Yeah, like, I know it's going to be painful, but at the end of it, like, I know I'm going to die pretty much right after that. Yeah. If I try and fight my way out of this one specifically, like... I'm going to get caught again. You know? Who's to say? Yeah, like, it's not like... Like, there's, there's a way out of the bear trap one that we see Amanda in, in the original. But, like, this one... Just kill me. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Well, and you can tell, too, um, Caleb and I were kind of talking about it as this was happening, because he's, like, actively trying to cut into himself to get to this key in his eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And, like... I don't think it's worth it. At that point, not only is it not worth it, but, like, we were discussing his body won't let him. Yeah. You know? It's one of those things where, like, you can't... You physically can't do it. Your body goes, no... We're done with no. that. Right. Um, my third note says, 
This is Hall Pass with Robbie Mercer. Am I missing something there? Yeah, you didn't recognize the sun? No, not at all. It was in Scream 4. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Scream 4. I did just watch, I bought Scream recently. <gasps> I wanted like, to watch it on my own. Yeah, Like the new one? No, no. Oh, the original. The original okay. one. And then I got to ogle Nev Campbell because, gosh, she's so beautiful. She really is. She's so beautiful. Um, the fourth one, Robbie Mercer, the son is in that as that guy. And he is the one who's got, like, he records everything. I vaguely remember that. He's the one, he gets killed at Kirby's house. And he says, wait, 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 I'm gay. If it makes a difference. And then he gets killed. Because it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Those are the rules. Scream 4. Let me take a peek. He was also in Scott Oh my god, this is that guy. Oh my god! I don't blame you for not recognizing him. Because it's not your favorite. But it is. But it is mine. Yeah. Uh, my next note is a quote, and it's Donnie Wahlberg going, it's called being a father. And then the son going, trust me, you're better at being a cop. But, like, he's not a good cop. He's not a good cop. Um, he's an even worse dad. My note about this whole conversation is after Donnie Wahlberg yells at his son, and I was like, wow, thanks for the emotional regulation. Way to yell at your kid in public. <laughs> oh, yeah, my next note says, well, then go. Cool, Donnie Wahlberg. No wonder he likes mom more. <laughs> no wonder he likes mom more. And, like, I get it, man. I would yell at a kid, too. But guess what? That's why I don't want kids. You're like, that's why I'm not having kids, bro. Because I'm not trying to emotionally damage another human being. <laughs> like, I'm Whoa! not. Like Clearly, Donnie Wahlberg's not. Bro, Donnie Wahlberg doesn't have any emotional intelligence at all. He is just there to like no. lives. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna ruin all these random people's lives. I might as well have a kid and ruin his life too. Right. And oh God, if you're gonna be a piece of shit, it's fine. Don't have kids. It's gonna make it so much worse <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was really confused about, like, why the cops felt like it was a good idea to go into this warehouse. Um, and, like, I know that you have to because you're the cops, but, like, couldn't you have brought a few more reinforcements? Yeah, it felt like there weren't enough of them. Yeah. I, I'm I like, I... Up, friends. <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. They always think that they can outsmart Jigsaw. And, you know, he's just one man. But also, like, He's brilliant. Historically speaking, <laughs> cops yeah. are smarter by serial killers all the time. Like all the time. Bring in what's what's the fucking harm of bringing in more people? Precisely. Um, my next note is a quote that says, "Oh yes, there will be blood." That was so unnecessarily dramatic. That's that's jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> He just um, is unnecessarily dramatic. I, My next note says LMAO. And then the quote, 
he's in a safe place because I remembered how this one is. I hate that. I hate <laughs> and it. Then I, put a little, I put a little star by it and then I made the note later when we see him. My next note is a quote that says, This isn't drunk, it's kidnapping. I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. Um, so at this point, Donnie Wahlberg and the woman that looks like Carrie Russell have gone to the warehouse to meet Tobin Bell slash Jigsaw. And he's like, oh, you got to sit here and talk to me the whole time. If you're and patient, then you'll find your son in a safe place. <laughs> and then we find out that at the same time, there's like six or seven people and Amanda who are in this presumably abandoned space. We don't know where they're at. They're in a house and they have all woken up and Amanda's freaking out and she's like, we have to play by the rules. And everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, I've been in this before. Which is and, honestly, like that's such a red flag though. Yeah. You've done this before. You've pissed off this guy more than once. Yep. And my note says, oh, hey, what's up, Amanda? <laughs> and then we find out, uh, not Carrie Russell says to Donnie Wahlberg, you already lost your son one time before because you got involved with Walked me. With me. And then we never get another fucking story on that. Never talk about it again. And that in and of itself, first of all, makes me incredibly mad. Second of all, that's a movie. I guess. I don't know, man. That felt like a very important piece of the puzzle that we were not getting. No. No. I think we're just meant to suspect him of cheating on his wife. Not suspect. She outright said it, basically. That's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I remember that we had talked about this movie before. Um, So, I knew that his, like, assistant or whatever... Um, was involved here somehow. So I was immediately suspicious of her. Uh, I wrote, that's That's his assistant, but she's good. Of Amanda? Yeah. Okay. You didn't say a name, so I just wanted to make sure we were talking about the same thing. No, that's fair. Um, The sequels get more convoluted with people that are involved. That's dookie. And this one, the the limits that this one goes to, I think is okay. But I think the later sequels are not so They're good. a little bit much. They're a lot. I don't know that we'll <laughs> go through them. I don't... There's a lot of movies to watch. We'll see. Um, my next note is, Obi's hardcore for cutting himself with that knife. Obi escalates this really, really quickly. So at this point, the the people have, well, one guy has gotten himself shot in the face, and then they make their way down to the basement because the blonde girl downstairs. finds a door, and one of them finds a note, and it's addressed to Obi, who is this skinny-looking white guy who has not said much this entire time, and it says, "Climb in this thing, 
there are two antidotes in there. One for you for getting everybody here. And another one for whoever you want to give it to. But beware the second one comes with a cost. Right. And Which so... felt important to me. But clearly yeah, nobody all... else felt that that was important. We all just brushed past that pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> Which is bizarre so... to me. Given the fact that we are locked in a random house. And we don't know how right. we fucking got there. Except that Obi kidnapped us. Well and at that point like we know it's jigsaw because amanda has said hey it's jigsaw yeah (laughs) and that feels like an important thing to keep in mind this entire time but so the blonde lady is like oh my god i remember it was you you were in the back seat of my car you were the last person i saw before i got here like what the fuck right and the one big guy like holds a knife up to obi's throat and he's like what the fuck and then obi grabs the man's hand and like pushes a knife onto his throat and he's like if you're gonna threaten me fucking cut me he's like otherwise what are we doing here and he climbs in the furnace and he grabs the one antidote and then the other one is hanging from the ceiling of this furnace and he grabs that and that closes the door and lights the furnace which like once again very expected Yeah, if you just sat there and thought for two goddamn seconds. For two goddamn seconds. You would get it. Um, And so they can't open the furnace. Obi's in there. He burns to death. It's a lot. But here's the thing that I would like to point out. We watched Amanda turn on the gas, though. Yeah. So, like, like, or is the rest of the party just going to ignore that? Are we not going to talk about that? Oh, yeah. They're fully, like, just not paying attention to anything. Whew. And then my next note is needles, needles, needles. I very intentionally did not take any notes about that. This you already is... know what I'm going to say. That was a really big like, it, not just that it gave me the willies like it takes a lot to make my skin feel creepy crawly that's one of those things oh. where I'm just like ah! oh yeah yeah it's like that and seeing people like stab stuff in the eye yeah I can't do eye stuff but like that's about it oh and people throwing up but that like actually grosses oh. me out yeah no Everything else, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fake. And then I see somebody throw up, and I'm like, mm, gross. Correct. Correct. But the needles, it, oh, my God, it's fucking gross. It makes me feel icky. I don't like it. But also, he really, he threw her into that pit of needles. Yeah. Yeah, he did. You really threw her into that pit of needles. It's one of the most standout things besides the bear trap in the entire Saw series to me. I, well, no, I guess I did take a note here. I said, I'd rather die than crawl through dirty needles. Just kill me. Just kill me at that point. I'm done. I don't want to. That's a huge yikes. It's fucking gross. Also, I want to know who uses glass syringes. That was something when you and I were talking about the needle pit earlier. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And when you brought up how they have like fiber optic ends so that it's fine TM, like (laughs) the sound that we're given is glass. Who the fuck? I don't know. What is this, 1920? (laughs) I don't know, man. Ugh. And then my next note just says, Rip Jonas. Poor Jonas. My notes got really convoluted. So did mine. Very, very random after the needle pit. It's hard I have the needle pit. Recover. And then trying to put the pieces together. I was like, is there Bond <laughs> jail? Is it Donnie? Is it drugs? Like, what are we getting at here? Uh, and yes. then we're very quickly yes. shown. Yes, <laughs> yes it's uh, all of the above. My next note says action scenes. (laughs) My next note says ah the hand trap. The hand trap. Which also Um, like is the second most memorable one in this movie. Not more memorable than the bear trap that Amanda goes through in the original, but it's certainly one that I think of every time. I don't have notes again for a good long while. (laughs) Same. My next note just says, it all comes back, it all comes back, it all comes back. You're right. I don't know what part you're talking about, but you're right. So it's Amanda and Daniel are, like, running through these tunnels. And you get this feeling of, like, familiarity through those tunnels. And you're like, where are they going? And then she opens the door, she turns on the light, and it's the The room from the original. Yes. And we see Dr. Gordon's leg and the photographer's body on the ground. And that's what that note means. It all comes back, it all comes back, it all comes back. The next note that I have still is not for a good long while. My next note is, who the fuck is this pig? (laughs) My next note says, it's trap. Oh, it certainly is. And then my next note says, Donnie Wahlberg, you're an idiot. (laughs) Correct. Um, Are they dead? What am I seeing? Okay, Daniel's alive, but how? Presumably the assistant. Is Donnie going to die? Does the old man die in the car? Oh, we'll get to that in a sequel. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I mean, maybe you and I won't, but the audience Oh, thank God. (laughs) I, I can't guarantee. You know I like a sequel. Uh, my last two notes are, he's in a safe place, and then underlined three times. And in my very last note, game over, <laughs> in all caps. My last note says, how very full circle. <laughs> it all comes back, it all comes back, it all comes back. Correct. See, this is mm, great minds think <laughs> like. <laughs> Any stray observations? <sighs> no, no, let's do this. Let's do this. Are you ready to read it? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to give this two chainsaws. Ooh, big sad. Um, what the actual fuck? I hate the motive here. I, it's just torture porn. Is it visually appealing torture porn? Yes. They did a really good job. However, it's just, it's kind of gruesome. And not something that I was expecting to watch on a Tuesday night. Like, I knew it was going to be gory, but I didn't expect it to be that bad. Um, That's fair. So, two chainsaws. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna give it four chainsaws. Oh my god, what? <laughs> this is besides the original, my favorite in the series because I don't think it's as convoluted as we get. Is that and the I word like... of the evening? Convoluted, yes. It is. Convoluted. C is for convoluted. C is for convoluted. Um, I think the needle pit is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. You are not joking. If I was faced with that, honestly, just kill me. <laughs> I'd rather sit there and starve and dehydrate than, than ever crawl into a pit of needles. Absolutely. Uh, it's horrifying. I... It's something that sticks with me to this day. I don't like it. I Give think me- it's really interesting that you're giving this four chainsaws and you gave the original three and a half. Yeah, you know, I saw that on Letterboxd, and I don't think that this is better than the original. I think I probably misjudged the original. I think oh, there's just something about this needle pit that really makes this needle pit will fuck you right up. It fucks me up. I mean, I think after this, the Saw series is downhill. Fair enough. I just. Ever since I saw the needle pit, I haven't been able, <laughs> haven't been able to get over it. <laughs> like it really fucks me up mentally. <laughs> the first time, like needles are so. I like that it's such a universal fear. You know what I mean? Like I'm it's not afraid that... of needles. I grew up getting like three, four allergy shots a week. They don't freak me out. Oh, I'm fully like shots. I would rather take a shot than get a pill. <laughs> I don't mind doing, like, getting shots, but, like, the idea of needles themselves, like, nobody likes needles. They don't bother me. I don't know. I think it's weird. And the first couple of times that I, ch- well, the first time that I changed a Sharps container, I was like, are you sure this is okay for me to touch? And they're like, yes. <laughs> yes. Needles. Like, needles are properly disposed of medical waste. (laughs) Needles are something because of, like, when I was a kid having severe allergies. They are something that I have had to deal with for so long. They don't bother me in any way, shape, or form. There's something about a needle pit. (laughs) I think that's fair. That's fair. Shots don't bother me. Needles don't bother me. I could walk into any sort of doctor appointment, whether it be regular doctor or like a dentist. If someone has to, oh no, I can't do shots in the mouth. Shots in the mouth are too fucking much for me. It doesn't bother me. They hurt. They hurt (laughs) so bad, and I don't normally like. I am old enough now that I don't cry during shots. The last time that I cried during shots, I got two. Just absolutely fucking enormous shots in the top muscle in my leg. Um, And it was fucking terrible. I thought that I had been shot. I swear to God. I was like, this is it. I'm done. Um, This is it. The only only shots that were worse than that were the ones that were in my mouth. I had a cavity that needed to be filled once. And it was terrible. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. The needle pit. Arguably worse than an IUD. I don't know, man. I don't know anything about an IUD. 
I would rather get <laughs> I would rather get six more IUDs than ever have to get shots in my legs like that again. I can't compare the two. <laughs> but anyway, four four chainsaws. Sorry. Four chainsaws. Four chainsaws. All right. That was it. That was the whole thing. That was saw two. That was saw two. Saw two. Um, it's my pick next. Yes, it is. I'm looking at the list right now. Just trying to pick something. I think just to kind of get it over with, I would like to watch Conjuring 2. Oh, god damn it. Yep. After this, it's done, though. I mean, it's not. It's done enough. <laughs> it's done enough. I think it was done enough with the first one. Listen! I've never seen The Conjuring 2 because I hated the first one so much. It's not as good as the first one, but then we can cross it off the list. I've only seen the first one, and then for some reason I've seen every Annabelle, because... I've never seen any of the Annabelles. Really I was funny. gonna pick every time. <laughs> every time one comes out, I'm like, maybe I'll like it. And I don't. There's... It's not my... It's not my kind of scary movie. I see them in theaters all the time. I do it all the time. I've dragged Mark to at least one of them. Oops. And he's like, why? You don't like these. And I'm like, I know. But I like the movies. (laughs) I like going to a theater. It's the atmosphere. It's the ambiance. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about the Warrens. Yeah. They suck. And they were liars. <gasps> Lana, no, what's wrong? Oh, she's sad. Randy's working on it. <gasps> oh. Come here, baby. Oh, you poor baby. I promise I'm not going to cry. Um, anyway, so that's my pick. That's cool. my pick. Um, I'm pretty sure those are on HBO Max. Hell yeah. Um, I fucking hope so, because if not... And I have to buy or rent this. I'm going to be pissed. Sorry. But <laughs> say love I suppose. Email us. Do the thing. You know the thing. Cheesemosas.and.chainsaws at gmail.com. Um, there's new Instagram posts up. Ooh. There's new Instagram posts. Uh, go interact with those. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's the same thing. It's cheesemosas.and.chainsaws. Um, tell us tell us your thoughts, opinions. The whole yeah, the whole thing. Talk about the Warrens. You yes, you can talk about the Warrens. (laughs) I just finished rereading Amityville Horror. Beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful work of fiction. (laughs) I just don't believe it's real. I know you don't, and that's okay. There's no way. Um, my mom was just talking to me either yesterday or t- was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before. Anyway, she was like, yeah, I watched this movie last night and it had so-and-so in it. And I was like, who the fuck is that? There's She's a like, lot no, of you know him. staticky on your oh, end. I'm sorry. Is that better? Are you moving? Oh my yeah. God. There we go. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> my mom was like, oh, I watched this movie the other night and it had so-and-so in it. And I was like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is that? She's like, oh, you know him. He was in this movie you've never heard of and this other movie you've never heard of and this other movie you've never heard of. And I'm like, mom, 
what the f- I have no idea who that is. So I looked him up. He's the guy that fucking played George Lutz in the Amityville Horror. That was the only thing I recognized him from. I was like, oh, yeah, I know him. James Brolin? Probably. Yeah. Josh hey, Brolin's father? Who the fuck is Josh Brolin? He plays Thanos. And he oh, was he the does. older brother in The Goonies. James Brolin. Yes, it was James Brolin. You're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. Ah, yes. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> anyway, uh, tune in. We'll be here next week. Woo. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>